Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. This is the first show of the week for Ashley. Yeah, and I, hello. So we, oh, you're, you're so lucky because yesterday Matt and I had to do the show and we started off with some uh, very upsetting A bad uses. day. A bad uh, day. Yeah, so this one is more informative. Like, I'll sit back. Enjoy oh, good, a matcha. Um, you know, this is we're, we're getting into the rest of the week. So let's Thank start goodness. with some Broadway news. The Broadway League, which also kind of how we started yesterday. Uh, the Broadway League has extended <laughs> that its is mask. Bad news. And, uh, boop, boop, boop. But this is also but this is like helpful. This is health and positivity. I'll take this for the Broadway League. Right. Uh, so they've extended the mask and vaccination policy for audience members through April 30th of this year. Children between five and 11 will be required to show full proof of vaccination to attend theater shows starting January 29th. This is, of course, in, in accordance with like the city anyways. So it makes mm-hmm. sense. Booster shots are being um, required, as we noted yesterday, from the following theaters, the Public Theater, New York City Center and Playwrights Horizons. It's not mm-hmm. an industry wide thing uh, yet because it's you know, boosters are still relatively new, especially yeah. when it comes to accessibility. I, for one, because I, I mean, I'm not in New York City right now, um, but I had at least three weeks of waiting uh, yeah. to get an appointment. And so it varies everywhere. So it's kind of hard right now for that to be like a hard out for anybody. Um, yeah. But I, they're already recommending, like highly stressing that you need to have your booster in the door. And they should be because we've kind of seen mm-hmm. with Omicron, like how intense it has been, even if the symptoms have been mild for people it is clearly such a contagious strand of a strain right. of an already contagious uh, disease so yeah everyone should have their boosters at this point it is at the moment seems like it's a little bit more difficult to get a booster when i got mine which was back in november right after thanksgiving mm. or right before thanksgiving i guess uh, it was pretty quick like i was able to get an appointment pretty quick but then like yeah. the people i know who are getting their boosters now like they had to wait two or three weeks it's like okay yeah. so yeah accessibility is a major thing right now and i think everyone's like for uh, like looking at it that way of for a while there were so many available and nobody was getting them and now everyone's like oh yeah i should actually do that part of that is because the messaging was so so bad of like only people who are 65 and older are eligible exactly. even, like, i was like even well, those I people were confused yeah 100 percent. and we were <laughs> that's the way it was like in the vaccines at the start anyway of like it was like the messaging has been such a <laughs> a, a, mis- a mismatch of everything going on um that it's just like I, I can't, for, you know, I can fault some people, but I can't fault a lot of people who are just like, I can't fault the people who don't know whether they're eligible or not yet because it's been kind of a free for all. But uh, yeah, we need to be at the point where everyone is getting double vaxxed. They need to be masked. They need to have their boosters to be in the theater. Uh, and I think that's just safest for everybody. It's safest for the audience. It's safest for everyone who's involved with the shows. And hopefully if we're not going to have some form of shutdown, which I still think we should for a couple of weeks, but hey, yep. uh, if we're not going to have that, then we should at least have these really stringent rules because it's necessary. Yeah. Ashley and I have a lot of television to catch up with, and we oh, yeah. would like to not oh, get yeah. sick. So oh, I... I've already been sick. I don't want. I wanted to do it again. I'm good. I've you know I managed to avoid it for a year and a half, and then got sick, right. even though I was double vaxxed and boosted. And it's just yeah. like I don't understand still why 
you know, there's obviously a very large political contingent of this country who are averse to getting a vaccine but i don't understand people who aren't part of that group not getting their booster shots at this point like just think you've had to do it it would have just been jim carrey who would have been against the vaccine (laughs) and here we are half the country (laughs) (laughs) so the upcoming (laughs) shifting to uh, on stage at broadway news so the production of dominique morisot's skeleton crew has delayed their opening night to january 26th at manhattan theater club the new play will uh began performances for previews on december 27th but again like we've talked about on the show before they've had a few bumps and pauses and will resume performances today january 11th all right so that's good news that is good news finally have an opening night hopefully it won't change there's an opening night uh yeah it's it's we're gonna see a lot of pushback still and it's annoying and disheartening but it's always good to have a new date on the calendar at least instead of the indefinite tbd that we were having for a bit we need it on the cow we need it on the books we want to see the skeleton crew we want to see the crew um so now for some exciting golden globe awards news that was not on television so yeah. don't worry we all missed it yeah <laughs> I, was, I was looking at my phone last night and i was like wait a second how does everybody right. know right yep <laughs> me too uh, i went on twitter and saw golden globes trending and i was yeah. i was really like oh god what did they do now because there's been right. so much controversy around them hollywood forum press oh god a nightmares Just, association but like i was like yeah. oh they're on actually oh wait they're not on they're happening but it's oh right it's not televised this year mm-hmm. i was just like wait a second what's going on but some very exciting things happen and unfortunately because it wasn't televised the news is not being spread as rapidly yeah. as we as, as it should be because it's very exciting so some notable theater names that won big are rachel ziegler and ariana debose for Hell best yeah. performance by an actress and best supporting actress and winning overall for best motion picture in a musical or comedy for west side story comedy that- comedy that was a comedy uh, if, Y'all, we if, are referencing a very specific <laughs> tweet by the golden globes if, which if was music is the best <laughs> Yeah, there was a, uh, the, I, this is the thing. Usually social media accounts, like, you know, there's always a thing of like, oh, the intern messed up, which first of all, there, no wow. interns are in charge of social media accounts for big organizations. Come on. But like, these were like bots were doing them. So I don't know what was going on. We had a, uh, you know, in West Side Stories announcement on Twitter, it was, if laughter is the best medicine, uh, whatever the rest of it West was. Side I'm just Story like, West Side has Story. The yeah. Cure or something. I was just like, uh, and then they deleted it and then they changed it to, <laughs> if music is the best medicine. And I'm just. And there was one that said, like, quote, quote, lean on me or something. Yeah, yeah, for Rachel. Ariana DeBose. And we were, uh, oh no, <laughs> yeah, right. It was Ariana. I was just like, mm. I don't seem to remember that lyric. Fascinating. Andrew Garfield won for his performances, Jonathan Larson and well Tick Boom yeah. for best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy, which is exciting. Um, Pose's leading lady, Michaela J. Rodriguez, Damn won best performance right. by an actress in a television series drama. She is the first transgender performer to win this accolade. She fully Overdue. deserves it. Overdue. It's overdue um and and just very exciting it's an exciting precedent for the future for sure Mm -hmm. um my designing woman queen (laughs) tony nominee jean smart yeah one for her amazing hbo television series hacks which i'm like yeah a perfect show 
A perfect, exactly. A perfect show indeed. Uh, Encanto uh, featuring music by Lin-Manuel Miranda won Best Animated Motion Picture. Mm -hmm. No surprise there. Um, And Kenneth Branagh took home Best Original Screenplay for his semi-autobiographical film Belfast, which I am watching Uh, tonight. I forgot that existed, but I'm always a Branagh You can rent it on Amazon Prime. Ooh. I know what I'm doing extremely soon. These are all great to see. I mean, we keep talking about the year of Ariana DeBose. I mean, what an amazing talent she is. And also just like we want to see her win all the awards. We want to see her win the Oscar. Rachel doing the thing as always. Like I said, Andrew Garfield's performance, we talked about Tick, Tick, Boom really extensively on a bonus episode during the holidays. And just like mm-hmm. was so surprised by how much I adored his performance. Um, yeah. And then Michaela J. Rodriguez, who is just a goddess and should win every award and be in everything, who was also in Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, so, you know, musical, <laughs> even more tangential there um just so thrilled to see her win and make history in this way um and you know the rest of the golden globes i guess kind of happened too and hopefully they will (laughs) do better in future years that they can actually be on television again and we don't have to keep seeing like this like so many of these perform like it's great to see these wins but it's also just like their monumental wins especially (laughs) they're monumental wins um against like this tapestry of just like the whitest people imaginable besides like this small group yeah and this is the first time it's not been televised so it's a bummer yeah Yeah. (laughs) because people could not see this happen um and and you know I, i always point to the fact that like there are millions of other people that are like me and like you that grew up watching awards shows oh, from the yeah. age of like five years old. In, in a dress on my couch watching yes. the Oscars, pretending I was there. Absolutely. Same. That's like, that's always been a big thing. It was always a big thing for my mom and I to sit together and like dress up and have like a cheese plate. Like we would pretend yeah. we were there. Yep, yep, yep. And so that that goes to say, like, the reason I think all these things are important to be televised, like the Tony Awards and whatnot, is because that's where people feel seen a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I hope that for the first time, people felt seen by these people winning awards that either look like them Absolutely. or identify like them. And uh, they couldn't. So <laughs> I hope that there's yeah. some, some level of notoriety, but also that next year, if it's if people are able to be together, I really hope so that we continue this uh, path forward of making mm-hmm. sure that we are you know giving people the awards that deserve them and also representing all walks of life so Most definitely that being said let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this week upstart so i here's i have a list of things that i don't like and on that okay. list is high interest loans and credit card Ooh, debt yeah, I hate them. um and then that's the end of the list uh so with upstart you can pay <laughs> I can think off of your, a few more oh my uh, god i could you never me at it's grace aki um with <laughs> upstart you can pay off your existing debt quickly and eliminate that list and with and, and easily move on with your life because let's face it nobody wants to see that dirty list anyway so uh use upstart to make sure that you can pay things off yeah um if you hate debt as much as we do. I mean, we're talking about high interest debt. We're talking about those credit cards expenses. Over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at your credit score alone, a thing we also hate 
hideous. Upstart considers other factors like your income, your current employment, and your credit history. They find you a smarter rate for your loan. That's right. You can check your rate without impacting your dumb credit score in minutes. <laughs> for loans between $1,000 to $50,000, you can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Fast. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Use U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. So let's move on to some other news, shall we? Let's so hit the it. new let's let's head it up. I know that you and I are excited about this particular uh, property. Mm-hmm. So the new musical Black No More with music by Tariq Trotter will begin previews January 18th with an opening night of February 15th. The company has announced that Howard McGillan and Galen Gillian have joined the cast, stepping in for Walter Bobby and Katie Thompson. Mm-hmm. They had to withdraw from the production, but this is kind of like a all think thankfully that they created this statement together. Like these mm-hmm. are the new dates. This is the new cast. We're doing it. The show will run strictly until February 27th. It's a hard out for Tariq Trotter. He's got to <laughs> yeah. get back to Jimmy Fallon. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> yeah. Busy, busy. Busy, busy. Yes. Um, especially since Jimmy Fallon is on TikTok now. So um, oh, just I'm now. sure. Just Jimmy, now. Just Jimmy, very recently. Jimmy Fallon, always on the pulse of society, just now getting on TikTok. Balsamic vinegar. To Balsamic vinegar. Elmo. <laughs> to quote Elmo. Balsamic vinegar. <laughs> If you know, you know. Yeah, you know. Um, so, so continuing on some like uh, casting news, which is great. Um, Nick Rashad Burroughs will take over the role of Ike Turner in the Tina Turner musical on Broadway. Burroughs is currently in the ensemble, but he will start playing the role of Ike uh, beginning January 18th. Tony nominated for this role and honestly icon Daniel J. Watts will play his mm-hmm. final performance as Ike in the production on January 16th. Oof. So if Oof. you wanted to see his Tony-nominated role before he leaves, you have until everything, then, but Nick is fantastic. So, everything so closing up this weekend. There's, like, too much that I'm not going to get to in time. Like, I would love to see that final performance. Uh, I got Kimberly Akimbo that, thankfully, I'm getting to on Wednesday. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I know, I know, I know. Uh, and curious. Flying Over Sunset I'll see on Thursday night, too, which I'm also curious about, obviously, even though we all know what you the reviews were. You are Hey, hey, now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. So I got more casting news. I got more casting news. So Charlotte Dembois will return to Broadway's uh, Chicago as Roxy Hart starting Monday, I guess next Monday. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte has been with the production for 25 years. Goodness. She'll play opposite Bianca Marroquin, who has also been in the show for about 20 years yeah. as well. So they're Feels both like very. It. Feels like yeah. it. Um, she first appeared as Roxy Hart in 2002. Bianca did, and I I saw her as Roxy. She was freaking phenomenal, and so uh, I'm I really do want to see her, Velma Kelly. But she's uh, only in the show until March 13th. So <sighs> just a couple of icons that you can see in Chicago right now, as well as James Monroe Iglehart. I know. Give him the old just razzle saying. dazzle, indeed. Uh, truly. Um, and then finally, Nick Walker is returning to friend Hamilton as Aaron Burr, friend of the pod, Nick Walker. Um, he's returning to Hamilton starting March 1st as Aaron Burr. He posted like his little pop, Funko Pop as Aaron oh, Burr as an announcement. I was just love like, it. you would. He's such a nerd. Uh, following the closure of Ain't Too Proud, which closes January 16th, I believe. So, Very look fun. at you. Booked and busy, babe. Booked and busy. We love to see all of it. We love to see casting news in general rather than closing news. Makes me very happy. Isn't that oif? 
so in regional news, Geffen Playhouse's West Coast premiere of Paul Grelog's Power of Sale will begin previews February 8th. And the reason Power of Sale sounds familiar is because we had announced it before because it is starring That's Brian so. freaking Cranston. Of course, the one and only. And the one and only. They've announced the rest of their cast as well, including Donna Simone Johnson, Brandon Scott, Hugo Armstrong, Amy Brenneman, Tedra Millen, and Seth Numrich. So Fun. they've completed their cast. They're starting the show. I know Geffen Playhouse has been through it and they yeah, are persevering. So. And um, I'm, I'm very interested to see. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if this show is going to transfer. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Mm-hmm. Brian doesn't just sign on to anything. You what I'm saying. wouldn't think so. So lastly, in, in regional news at Paper Mill Playhouse, Oof. just across from me I in New well. Jersey. I know it well. <laughs> and yet I've never been. Uh, we know, finally have more so news. Odd. Isn't it weird? I'm scared of trains. Uh, the highly anticipated musical adaptation of the board game turned film Clue, directed by Casey Hessian, <laughs> has announced their cast and creative team, including John Tracy Egan, Donna English, Kathy Fitzgerald, Sarah Hollis, Colby Kendall, Michael Kostroff, Alex, uh, I can't read, Alex Mandel, Izzy <laughs> McCullough, who I know you and I yeah. both love from The Prom, Aladdin, and just being a great person, Mark Price, and so many more. The creative team includes a book by Sandy Rustin, and it is it is also based on the original screenplay with additional material by Tony Award nominee, and honestly, I'm obsessed with them, Hunter Foster mm-hmm. and Eric Price. Clue will feature original music by Michael Holland. Performances begin Wednesday, January 26th at Paper Mill and will run through February 20th. Really so, curious to see this. I know it's and, it around forever. Yeah. And in addition to this, they're considering making a clue film remake, which obviously does never no. needs to happen. I forgot who's no. attached to it. Maybe it was it was like Ryan Reynolds or Paul Rudd or somebody. Regardless, it doesn't need to be made because it's a perfect film. I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with a musical adaptation of this in any form, because I just like it's one of those films that's feels untouchable to me uh, no i actually fully agree with you like i don't know what you can do to improve it uh and it's very much to me like everything has its perfect medium and like the film was the perfect medium to me so i guess we'll see i'm sure it will be fun i'm hoping it'll be fun i'd love to go to paper mill it's been a minute last thing i saw there i think was the producers um and i'd love to come back i was really heartbroken that i did not get to see my boy andrew cober in songs for a new world me too recently Ooh, I wanted looked, to. Yeah, it looked fantastic, and and that show is just great. And I know Perfect. everybody and their mom was doing it. Sure, as they should, though. Yeah, but it's a good piece, and I was just really bummed to not see it. Um, so you know what? I hope I see this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, in a, in a feel good recommendation, I don't know if it feels good, but honestly, I enjoyed. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, I'll say that. Okay, we are recommending taking a look at this tweet um, with a, a video insight at the. Palace Theater renovation. They are spending $50 million to raise the theater 30 feet. Um, I'll tell you that the quote tweets are better than the original tweet. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Because it's just funny. I don't know if you've already seen this, Ashley. I haven't seen it yet. I saw the news uh, on Sunday, I guess, that they were getting started on it. And it's just kind of, to me, like, I have (laughs) issues with them doing this. But also, I'm very much in the mind of just, like, get the theater back up and running, however you need to at this point. Like, I I want to show back in. I don't know if it's totally necessary. It's not necessary in any form. (laughs) But I'm like, okay, are you spending this $50 million to make this more accessible? 
like is this more handicapped I hope so. uh, accessible because be. no even not not even performers that are wheelchair um using people yeah uh can utilize it yep. also like have you gotten rid of the original quote service staircase which is now named mm. the judy garland staircase mm. but was definitely just for people of color at yep. one point like it's just i don't know yeah. I, I, it, are you improving it or are you just like making way for a new sephora idk yeah, um, we'll so, find out soon i guess won't we on that note, thank you so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's how we survive and how you love and hear the show before everyone else. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nerd. This is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. 